Hey guys, welcome back to the 17th episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Will McAlinden, over in the sand dunes. G'day. Other side of Earth. And I'm here with my <laughs> other friend, Isaac Giblay, down under, down under in Antarctica. Um, and myself, Joel Solomon, living in the best state of them all, New South Wales, represent... How you no, I, I wouldn't call us friends, Joel. I'd say we are competitors, fierce we're, competitors. We are acquaintances. Border rivals. Colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> Macker and I are friends because, like, it's not very competitive since we never see each other because he's in a different world, basically. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. we only see each other online, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Thanks, Joel. How are you boys doing? I am yeah. doing terrific. Actually had a pretty bad session today, but that's all right. It's because you ate toast for dinner, mate. <laughs> under fueled. Dude, I'm having pasta tonight, spaghetti bolognese. Got a uh, fuel for my 1500 it, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, nice. I had veggie lasagna. Is that tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Oh. What's the weather looking like? Is it at a normal track or a grass track? <laughs> uh, grass tracks are the normal tracks in WHO. Are you being serious? <laughs> No, no, we, we always race on artificial tracks, but most tracks in WA are grass. Good. I know, but you're doing the 15 on the, like, a... An artificial track, yes. Very good. I would have slapped you if you weren't. Yeah. That's all right. On you your muscles. Imagine breaking four, if I broke four on grass. Mate. I'd That'd be elite. I'd quit running. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Craig, I'm coming for you if I do that. Ooh. Ooh. Shot. It's not serious at all. <laughs> all right. And it's going Isaac. to touch rugby anyway. <laughs> gonna... Touch rugby's elite, mate. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, New South Wales paid. and Queensland things. Um, Isaac, right. can you take us off? I will. I'll take us through my week. Got it up here on Strava. So it started on Tuesday again. Um, and it was my first session. So I was pretty keen to get into it. It was bad conditions, which meant that I could run at Gardner's Creek because usually if it's a good day, Gardner's Creek is way too packed. And since it's a dog-off lead park, you just can't run there. It's just absolute carnage. Like you're bound to get like stopped or run into someone or a dog or something. So when it's bad weather, it means I can actually go run there because no one goes. So my session was two by 10-minute progressions off five-minute recovery. The first rep was... 331 pace and it felt pretty good it was in the asics magic speed so it was good to finally actually get aware of them um it felt good but like that pace like i didn't feel like i could go much quicker like i got down to like 325s i think maybe um and yeah just like felt like that was a bit of a shock to the legs and the second rep i like four minutes and had a really bad stitch so i stopped for 30 seconds stretched out kept going um probably would have run like roughly the same if I hadn't have stopped because, like, I lost a bit of rhythm and yeah, it wouldn't have made much of a difference, really. Um, And then, like, this dish didn't really go away either, so probably would have run the same, like, if I hadn't have stopped. But, yeah, I'm um, pretty happy with it. It was a good first session back in, like, some ordinary conditions. It was pretty um, wet and muddy, a few puddles to go through. Uh, Joel, got your hand raised, mate? You had a wheat fix before the run. No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know why we they that even was in the comments from Murray, but I don't like wheat bix. It's overrated. It's what? like soggy. And I my, it makes my stomach feel so heavy, even if I'm not gonna run after. 
We're kicking off the podcast. Even when I was younger, like I would always have Vitabrits, not Weet-Bix. You've got to be joking, right? Just have English muffins every single yeah. morning for breakfast. That's I'd what I do. I'd have toast. Toast. And ban- toast, butter, honey, and banana. You guys are... I have English muffins because I have a bit more protein than toast. I have porridge, pan- uh, porridge pancakes. I mean... I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing those pancakes, but it's like an effort to do every day. It is. Ten minutes. Yeah. True. I could probably start doing that now because... Like, scrambled eggs for breakfast every day. Not that bad. That would be... No, I'll fart the whole day. Yeah. Like, in lockdown, often since, like, I just make myself lunch, one of my go-tos is, like, if there's, like, no leftovers or anything, like, I can think of, I'll just, like, eggs, spinach, and then, like, I don't know, tomato or whatever on toast. Tastes good with some, you know, I just love spices. toasties. Toasties? What do you put yeah. in Yeah. I'm just disappointed. Oh, I do, I I do a simple, like, <laughs> if you, like, just ham, cheese, tomato sauce in a... Like a bread. Tomato that, sauce in the toasty. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, dude, it's actually so what? good. Yeah. What? I need to get two new hosts on this podcast. <laughs> oh, anyways, on to Thursday. Um, on Thursday, I had a kind of easy 30 minutes. The middle 10 minutes was... My coach didn't really specify the effort. He just said undulating for the middle 10 minutes. So I just kind of went like 345, 350 yeah. pads over the hills for that. Um, so yeah, still pretty easy. Um, and yeah, did that with Ranvia, fellow Box Hill runner. Um, so it was good to run with him. And then on Saturday, I rode down eight k's before the session to Stradbroke Park. Probably not the smartest idea because I did underestimate a few of the hills on that ride there. Um, but yeah, did it with my mate um, Owen. He tried to tag along. For a few of the reps, he's trying to get his fitness up. For he's a footy player, so he wants to get his fitness up. Um, so yeah, I did five by two minutes off two minute recovery, and I averaged the first rep. So my plan was to go 320, 315, 310, 305, 3, 255, 350. Don't but you know. I went too hard too early. I went 310 Damn. on the first one, and 303, 257, 301, 259. So pretty happy with that in the end. It was solo on – it wasn't a grass track. It was nothing like Will's. It was just like patchy dirt. It was like a footy oval, like, you know, roughed up and stuff. And it, was, it didn't feel smooth just because there was so like, many dirt patches. So that was – yeah, it wasn't – it was an underwhelming. Like, I was pretty annoyed when we got there in the track. I saw the track because I went there because I can't run on real tracks for another few weeks. Like, my coach just wants me to play it safe, so – Thought I'd try the grass track, but it was just dirt. So that was annoying, but um, still like good to have like lanes and give it a bit of a track vibe, I guess. How how far are you getting on those two minute reps? Like over six hundred. Uh, yeah, yeah, over six hundred. Well, six hundred at three twenty. Three twenty pace for two minutes is six hundred. So oh, yeah. they were all between like nah. I think six fifty might have been the first. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, still pretty happy with that. Pretty yeah. good session for like the first interval on back, and like, yeah, like the bike ride before probably wasn't too smart, so I definitely won't be doing that again. Um, but yeah, I was still pretty solid. And then on Sunday, added in a fourth run for the week, um, just a chungus long run, nice 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, pretty good week. Let's check the mileage. I hit a total of 
31.42 Ks, two hours, oh, 20 minutes of running. Boy. Yeah, Strava. getting getting into Strava. it. Um, Strava still says you're a cyclist. I know, Strava still says yeah. I'm a cyclist, even though my last ride was like six, seven weeks ago, and I've been running for like a few weeks now. So As far as we know, Strava tells the truth. So yeah, come on, you Strava, are a cyclist. Help, help me out here, Strava. Yeah. Pretty happy with that week for the first sessions back and keen to talk I'm keen to talk about this week on next episode. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Good job, bye Zach. Thank you. Right. And to you, Macca. Yep. October fourth. Yes, sir. All right. Will Macalinden, Perth, Western Australia, Australia. Mate, change of bloody straw bio. <laughs> All right, um, Monday and McGilvray Reserve as usual, 3.4k warm up at five minute pace. Uh, followed by this session wasn't too good. I kind of just my breathing struggled in the cold weather uh, due to my asthma. Uh, four by 800, so four by 800 plus 400. So it was we had 800, and then it was followed by 75 seconds rest, and then a 400 with a lap job recovery straight into an 800. So, yeah. Oh, that's a good nice. session. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel good on the session. Like, my breathing just struggled. I was constantly co- coughing up my guts. Uh, up like, your guts. What did you... Yeah. As, in, like, did, as in, like, co- coughing yeah. up, like, spit and stuff. Like, yeah, not nice. Yeah. Just you, need to get my asthma sorted out. But, yeah, it was averaged, like... I'd say 76s, 77s for the 800s, and then um, the 400s all 72s, 71s. So not an impressive session, but still solid. Well, yeah, solid. This is my favourite session to do for uh, 800, 400. It's a good one. It is a good session. Just unfortunately, I didn't feel good. My question is. K reps, I love. K reps are good. I must admit. That. I like this session though because it's simple, but it's still got like aerobic and speed in it. Yeah, so it's a good one, and you can get rolling. But if you're not feeling amazing, you can like kind of do it at like three k pace, you know. Yeah, yeah. Three k is still. <laughs> <laughs> Your three cases our speed work. Yeah. <laughs> no, like what? Maka, your what's your three K movie? Like nine oh six. That's not that far off mine. Yeah, it's not far off, but like what's yours for that? your three K. Eight forty five. I reckon I reckon I could run eight forty in what well, could have could have. I was eight fifty what's oh, that's two fifty five. Jesus. I reckon I could have run eight forty, but we won't talk about that. Is that one tens? Uh, hmm? Is that one tens? Uh yes. No, when I ran my 3K, I was so annoyed because the average of my pace for lap splits is 72 seconds, but it's just like 72.7 oh, or like yeah. eight or something. So uh, I'm guessing yeah. you would have had like kids like the noobs who don't know that much about running like, oh, surely you could have just like sped up like, you know, 0.1 every 100 metres. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. same kids who ask if you've run a marathon. Yeah. Betas. Uh. Tuesday did a 6k run around Korean open space, 4.58s, very chill. Uh, Wednesday, back at McGilvray Reserve, did 3.3k warm up at 4.54s, 
uh for we then did a 20 minute tempo at 346 so that was so smooth it was just it was like it felt like we were jogging honestly i was just jogging. very nice yeah it was good uh and then we did six by 200 meter on 200 meter off so that's your speed work and that's faster than my 3k base <laughs> 200 meter reps at 34 seconds so that's faster though true only just yeah and it's shorter well yeah so that's that's like my 1500 pace but given it's on grass you you know it's faster take a second off each row yeah at least yep so that's solid felt very good pretty smooth that session 8.4 k's in total do you guys run tempo to like heart rate effort pace it's tempo is like um i've got i've got different my threshold, oh, it's kind of like threshold CV, like a pace I could hold yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I have a tempo, which to CV threshold is like 320 for me. Yeah. yeah. We have like we have like track threshold and like um, threshold for like just running like on a circuit kind of thing. Like yeah. For, yeah. Because my, like, my tempo tempo, like. Like an hour tempo. Oh, I've got like upper and lower tempo. Yeah, yeah. My upper tempo is three forty. Well, lower tempo is three forty fives. My upper tempo is like three thirty fives. Yeah. I noticed today when I was looking at my heart rate on Garmin for my session that it actually says like what percentage of your run is at like threshold, and then I think it also said like just aerobic, which I'm guessing is like tempo. Yeah. So right. I'm not sure how accurate that is, of course, but it gives you an indication. Yeah. Well, check on my average heart rate was for that session. Even if you put in your, like, PB or, like, estimated PB on the Tin Man, uh, what's it calculator. called? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Coach Tin Man calculator. It, like, shows all, like, yeah. your anaerobic. My, my average heart rate for that session was 163. What's that? Do you want to tell the listeners about that website, Joel, in case they want to check it out? Yeah, so there's, if you don't know Tom Schwartz is, his in my opinion, the best coach alive, even though Tim kicked him out. I reckon he's the best coach alive, yeah, yes, and coach like any like Olympian. That's including like I honestly Alberto, bro. Yeah, he's still alive. (laughs) I honestly reckon that's uh, including uh the coach of very nice track club. Yep. I honestly reckon he is the best coach alive. Um Josh Phillips dirty there, mate. I've listened to – oh, Josh Phillips is the best coach alive. He's, Tom Schwartz is the second best coach alive. <laughs> I listen to every podcast and interview with him, and he like, he's got like 30-plus years' experience, and he's made a calculator online. It's called runfastcoach.com. Mate. And you literally just put in your like best PB for whatever distance you want, and it gives you training paces, like easy, easy, moderate, moderate, easy tempo, tempo, threshold, CV, anaerobic power, VO2 max. And it also gives you like um, equivalent race times. So say like your 5K is a lot better than your 3K. It gives you what your 3K should be. And then it's got like, um, yeah, multiple things. A very nice track clubs coach is like 30 years older than <laughs> Tom Shorts. Yeah. He's a more experienced and he's got Olympic medalists. Yeah. So f- for my tempo, it was um, normally my tempo is like 340, but like, because I was not feeling 
great in the previous session my coach has told me to like back it off a bit so yeah fair yeah oh mate you have had an absolute mare on the cooldown you haven't titled your cooldown oh you man left it as evening run that well, is appalling i'll that make is, it st- stay warm now that is absolutely disgusting maca didn't even make it to the 10 minute mark <laughs> if you don't title your cooldown your any of your runs oh and these next days an afternoon run yeah of course it's afternoon oh. run. it was an afternoon run. it's a jog though not an afternoon run no it's an afternoon run no it runs like you go out and run <laughs> no it's a run it's an afternoon it's run. like a footy player oh going for a run yeah. No, nah, you don't leave it as that, mate. Strava is for ah. athletes. We want to know what you're doing, mate. <laughs> Obviously, right. it's an afternoon run because it says the time of the run. You did 5K or 505. There's not much more I want to know, to be honest. <laughs> we know it's in the afternoon because it says 427. Yeah, you, you look at, look at 5K and 505s, and then you look at the elapsed time. Uh, oh, no. What, what is it? Yeah, it was like an extra three minutes elapsed time. Because Why? I, I didn't know my way around Narrabuck, which is oh yeah. I'll, I'll just say, um, so Thursday I had a day I didn't run because otherwise I would have exceeded my kilometers for this week. So then I got down to Friday. I drove. We drove down to Narrabuck, which is like a small coastal town along the coast of Southwest WA. Shout out to Johnny uh, Guzman, small coast town track club. <laughs> Yeah, and then so got down there, did an easy run in the afternoon, just five k's, and I didn't know my way around quite hilly. So we can tell off the map. You've had a few like U turns and just random turns and yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I was just kind of well on that run. We we're kind of scouting for my brother and I. We were scouting for a hill to do our hill repeats on. Oh, yeah. So does your yeah. brother train in your squad? Yeah, he used to do high jump, but now he's kind of switched to. Distance running. Nice. How yeah, very like, good. How into it is he? Oh, he he's just started properly training, and he dropped his fifteen hundred meter PB down by like sixteen, seventeen seconds. What does he run? 15. He he ran like a oh what four forty six. Yeah. Oof. Oh, that's quick. Jeez. Yeah. Mate. And how old is he again? Like he's two years below us, and he's only just started tr- training properly. So. Jeez, that's yeah. good. Not bad. Yeah, I reckon he'll improve a lot this season. It's good. Put nice. some next sennies on him and he'll run fourth. <laughs> well, he's got dragonflies. So really? Yeah. I oh. jump with dragonflies. Not bad. <laughs> well, he doesn't do high jump anymore. So what was, what was his high jump PB? Like what? Like one sixty-three. Jeez. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> what? Not bad. Anyway, after the easy run, we did hills. Along this nice hill that had like a kind of gradual incline, it was really good. Uh, six by thirty seconds, and we averaged like started at three fifteens and worked our way down to. Just check. Worked our way down to like two fifty five pace up the hills. Yeah. Very good. nice. Yeah, good speed work. That's where Macca. Good yeah. stuff, Macca. Saturday. Yeah. Tell us about your not so hilly long run, buddy. It's 
No, when I did this, it's like I'm talking about the hilly, the hilliness and the sandiness combined. Like (laughs) the sandiness. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Saturday morning I did like a medium long run down in Narrabup again. It was a really good loop, except like, dude, the first like eight k's, it was just constant hills, and it was all like. And all of them were sand, like. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. Mm. If you look at my case, so you are running in the desert, mate. Dude, yeah. if you look, look on satellite mode, look on satellite mode. I am in the middle of forest, like. It won't let me look on satellite mode anymore. Yeah, dude. I managed to get a couple of um, like second, third, and fourth places on segments in the long run, though. Mate, surely you take the win. Who else is running out there in Narrabup, mate? I don't know. I was running, like, the fastest I got up to was, like, 4.30 pace. Oh, whoa. It actually looks sick where you're staying. It's like yeah. you have, like, a point and a reef break. Yeah, it was Yeah, good a spot. point and a reef break, yeah, you know, beach things. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, unfortunately, I don't know what those that means. Uh, that actually does look nice, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It also looks like you're, like, if you swam out, like that is literally 200 meters. You're just in the middle of the ocean and you're gone, that, mate. That is literally yeah. like the bottom left of Australia. You can't get any, can't get any more of the bottom left of Australia. That is what you call out in the sticks. That is what you call. That it. is out in the sticks. Actually, can I swear on the podcast or no? I'll beep it out. Okay, that is what you call but nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maka, yeah, so how many so I'll just say um, one of the kilometers we I climbed. Okay, ready. One of the kilometers I climbed forty three meters, another forty five meters, and another fifty six meters. All of them were up sand, so. Sheesh. And hills. So that was not bad. Not bad. Dude, what, it was my calves were like pretty cooked after one of the hills because it was just. The sand was so like. How do you describe the sand when it's like? It's not firm. Oh, soft sand, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, decent, but it's no aeroplane hill at Fernie Creek with 147 meters in, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Average up that, though. Um, well, of course, that was the week that my Garmin didn't load, but for the whole run, I was 439s. All right. Very nice. Yeah, so. Last day in Narrabup, I only spent like three days, three nights down there, so just a short trip. And Surely then some barefoot running on the sand. Apparently, isn't that I'm, good for your feet? I'm ver- I'm against barefoot running. Why? Well, on sand though, isn't it good for your muscles or something? Yeah, yeah. On sand, you could run barefoot, but you wouldn't do a lot of it. Like you do, like sprints. You'd have to, you have to build up to it. Like you can't just go out and. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, cook calves otherwise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that was a 50K week, building back up to where I was before at 65, before I had the shin pain. But... Nice mm. work, Maka. Yep. Getting right. fitter. Well, to my week. This week was like a down week, such an easy week, because I have one every four weeks. Um, so just Monday, nice and easy, 10K at 4.44s with Kieran Tall around synthetic. Red card. 
Woodland <laughs> <laughs> Cemetery. Nice and easy. Um, Tuesday, 4.7K warm-up at the track. Then this was a – oh, yeah, this – oh, yeah. Swen Narrabeen is just the worst place to put an athletics track. It's windy, and you cop it from every direction possible. I thought you said Narrabeen's, like, the best track, and it's, like, so about, good. You, like, craze Narrabeen. It is the best track, but it's, like, literally – Oh, so bad. It's windy, like, 50% of the time. Oh, on, buddy. Uh, whatever. All right, and the session was – Three by 800, 400, 200, 60 second between reps and a lap jog between sets. Um, pl- a lap jog plus two minutes between sets. Felt very comfortable. Splits 228, 109, 33, 228, 113, 33, 228, 113, 33. This was just meant to be like nice and feel chill and not go like cook yourself because I had time trial this week. Nice. Then 4K full jump. When is this Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. 8K at 440s around Synthetic Oval in the Cemetery with Kieran Tall and Lockie Bryant. And I did strength last Friday, and ever since then, my quad has been cooked. Like, I think it's Dom's, but, yeah, it takes a long time to warm up, and it feels a bit whack jogging, but it feels all right going hard. Um, then Thursday, 25 minutes plus strides post-massage, so just 6K at 426s. Um, nice. Very nice. Then Friday was the time trial day. Uh, uh, 1K takeout in the morning at 448. Almost got a red guard map. Mate, I was going to abuse you in the comments for just junk mileage, but then I realised it was it would have been a shakeout. Yeah. <laughs> um... And have I, you always done shakeouts or? Yeah. If I don't do a shakeout, I do a 30-minute walk. Oh, yeah. I couldn't be bothered walking. I, I never run on the same day as a race, like before. I couldn't be bothered doing a 30-minute walk yeah. um, before school, so yeah. I just did um, just oh, yeah. yeah, I've never done it. Um, and in the afternoon at 6.30 p.m., 2K TT, paced by Kieran Tall and Kieran Rothman. Um, windy, yeah, that, this was really windy that day, um, but the conditions, like, the weather, like, was good, it was, like, cloudy and, like, not hot, but it was windy, um, felt very, like, oh, yeah, so I ran 2K and 6.04, felt very comfortable, like, up until, like, a lap slash, like, 300 go, and then just did another turnover, but felt very fit, and, um, well, kind of, like, back seized up with, like, 300 to go. But it was alright. And um copped a nice headwind for the front straight. Um hey, you had pacemaker. <laughs> they dropped me with two hundred to go. Oh, did they did they not like stick with you? No, because they were doing a ten minute uh tempo and then they picked it up to like two forty pace. Jeez. Wait, so um, who's the other Kieran? He's a year above us. He's gonna win nationals this year. What's his name? Um, Kieran Rushton. He doesn't have much social media, but he um Scott Strava. Uh, 9.7k tempo the other day at three minute pace. What? Uh, no, not tempo. Fart leg, sorry. And he dropped Kieran. And he's one age above us. Yeah. He's cooked. He's what? Cooked. He's cooked. 
Yeah. That's... He's state champion for New South Wales, but he didn't perform good at nationals. He got four. That's minced. And yeah. guess who was one, two, three? Victoria, Victoria, Victoria. Anyways, Joel, back uh, to you. You guys are sleeping on WA. We're going to win every medal at nationals this year. Did you say something, Maka? That is literally like the point. <laughs> right. That is funny. Um, yeah, it did warm down. And sun, let's rest Saturday. Then Sunday, <laughs> we decided to, we had a really late night. And then so we decided to run at uh, 2.50 um, p.m. And um, around Narrabeen. And we decided to run literally in the middle of a thunderstorm. <laughs> it was lightning and thunder. <laughs> and uh, it was with Kieran and Jasper. Um, literally, there's like one forest, like like two Ks forest around Narrabeen, like literally in a rainforest. So and you should be protected from all the wind then at the track, really. No, this is around the lake, not the track. Same thing. Disappointing. And so it was this, and so it was like bucketing down, so the lake was empty, which is rare. And there was this like one girl that was like a, I think she's like a year older than me. I've seen her around a bit. And, and no, and uh, as we're coming close to it, it was like bucketing down. And then I yell, "Day for it!" And then as soon as I yell, it was a massive thunderstruck and like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! We all shat ourselves, including the girls. It was the funniest thing. Um, <laughs> I was, it was the best long felt I've felt on a long run. Like heart rate was so good. Like, oh well, yeah, because you didn't run sub four. Yeah, yeah mate. <laughs> whole, Later. We we uh, we are uh, like talked the whole time, and um, that's what yeah. long runs should be. Yeah, I know, but sometimes we, like, send some and we don't talk for, like, the last 10 minutes. But, like, yeah. Um, and it was 17K at 4.23s for 74 minutes. And oh, I was just nice 65K a week. Not bad. A nice Good time down. in there. Nice down week. Good stuff. All right, that wraps up our weekly recaps. So we're going to get into some results now. I'll take us through the Chicago Marathon. I was going to watch it, but I couldn't find any anywhere to watch it. All the links didn't work. You had to like <laughs> sign up, put your email. That's clearly a scam, so did not watch it. But we've got the results up here. So in the men's race, we'll go through um, the top three, and then we'll go through the fan favourites. So the winner was from Ethiopia. Um, it was... Seifu Tura Abdiwak, he ran 2.06.12 to take the win. Galen Rapp was 23 seconds behind, backing up after Tokyo in 2.06.35. And Eric Kipsanui was third in at 2.06.51. So decently close race in the top three there. Pretty solid. I didn't realise Rapp was that fit. Like, oof. Mm, Yeah, very good time. Not too far off his PB. Yeah. Um, So pretty solid from him. Um, the fan favourite, Reed Fisher, one of the most lovable men, men, men on the planet. He just, you know, the Tint Man videos. He's just a smooth mover. You could watch him run for hours. And this was he was the main reason I wanted to watch the race. So a bit annoyed I couldn't watch him. But he ran at two fourteen of forty one, which 
got him at ninth place in his first international marathon, and he was the fourth American, which is very impressive. So that's a super time for Reed in those conditions. Um, so, yeah, really good from him. He was happy with it, but he said that he knows there is more to come for him. Um, is that his PB? No. Yeah, because I don't oh, think is it? that's like his first. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, besides the trials, which he like stacked three times. Yeah, um, yeah. So, obviously, yeah, pretty good. Like, really, that's, I guess you could call it a debut because the other one, yeah. like, you know, fell over and stuff. So, really good yeah. from him. Another kind of fan favorite, um, Zach Levitt. He was oh. running. Did he uh, run? Yeah, mate. He raced. Haven't you been watching the Zach Levitt? Nah. The grind. Um, he so let's just go through some of his splits. So he's end of li- time. For some of the um listeners though who may not know who Zach Levitt is, um, uh, Zach, could you just explain? Yeah. So Zach Levitt currently has ninety nine thousand subscribers on YouTube. So obviously he's pretty big, but he's gone off the tracks. He back when he started his channel, everyone loved him. He was the goat. His post and Pretty regularly posting good videos at college, running videos. That's what everyone likes to see. Then decided to leave college. Yeah, then he he dropped out of college and then basically just... Lived a van life. Lived a van life, which people thought was cool, but then slowly he kind of moved away from running, was posting like random life preaching vlogs. It just wasn't that interesting considering all his followers pretty much were runners. But then he... Gained a bunch of other followers from that, and now he's finally going back to running. Well, he went back f- for the marathon that he did. Um, I think he did Chicago last time. Oh, no, it was like a smaller one. LA? Oh, yeah, it was the LA marathon. Yeah. And he ran like 221 there or something, which is pretty close yeah. to the Olympic trials qualifier. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the last few months, he hasn't run. He trained for like two months before this, and his training was pretty terrible. Like, it was not marathon training based off the YouTube videos. But good on him for getting out there and getting back into it. Um, so we'll go through some of his splits because he ran 237.50, which is way off his PB. And it was pretty – like no, I don't think anyone expected him to PB based off his training. So – What did he run? 237.50. Um, so his splits were his first 10K – like his first 5K was – these are just the minutes per mile. So 5.43 for the first 5K, 5.54 for the second, 5.49, 5.50 – and then his half marathon, he was at 5.48. So he went through the half in 60 or 76 minutes and 10 seconds. So not too yes. bad. But then the blob just got worse from there. And he ended up running his last 2K at, or 2.1K, whatever, at 7.07 mile pace to end in 2.37.50. So he really yeah. struggled home. But, you know, Good still a good effort for someone who didn't really do much training and hasn't been running a lot recently. So That's pretty impressive. Bad. 17 minutes of your marathon PB. Yeah, but obviously, considering he hasn't really trained for this one, that's still decent. Um, I honestly didn't think he'd finish because his training was like he'd do like five mile reps at like 3.20 pace and be cooked. And it's like, mate, you should be doing more than five mile reps when you have a marathon in a few weeks. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought when you said five mile reps, I thought you meant reps of no, five miles. five by mile reps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, so, yeah. that's not really... Anyways... On to the women's results. So I'll just get them up now. So the women's race was won by Ruth Chepengedich from Kenya in 223.31. 
followed by 31. Oh yeah, sorry, I've read that wrong. 222.31, followed by two Americans in second, Emma Bates, who honestly I had never heard of. She was second in 224.20, and third was Sarah Hall in 227.19, and fourth is also American, Kiara Diamato in 228.22. So the American women doing very well there. They had and they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the top ten. So very impressive running from them there. Um, Can I say Flanagan, in um, oh, oh, seventh yeah. place uh, was Carrie Verdon, who not many of you may have heard of, but she I'm pretty sure she's like works on the product development at Nike, and she was wearing the new Alpha Fly twos, which got lots of hype and her photos were shared to like Prodders of the Gram and Ben Johnson's Instagram page. So yeah, go check those photos out if you're interested in you know, Alpha Fast. He's got he's got a snake in his shoes in there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, respect. But anyways, um Shalane Flanagan ran her she what was this? This was her third out of the six international marathons. No, fourth. Oh, yeah, Chicago. No, Chicago was a third. So 2.46 um, she ran, which is pretty impressive in those conditions. And she would have been saving something for the next day, which we'll talk about right now. So over to Boston. Um, the men's race, I haven't – I couldn't find videos of that, but I've read into it a bit. Um, and the winner – well, for most of the race, an American was leading, and he went out like – at a pretty cooked pace. He, he was on like, pace. yeah, he was like 14 something, like low, sub 14, 10, like 5k pace. It was like a world record pace. But in the end, he got like, they took over him at like 30k or something. And then he took back the lead, surged away, but then got reeled in again. Um, so in the end, Benson Kipruto broke away from the pack in the final Ks to take the men's race in 20951. Um, so that's just He's had a pretty strong year of racing because he also won the Prague Marathon back in May. Um, Ethiopia's Lemmy Behanu and Jamal Yima um, battled down the final stages of the race um, to determine the podium finishes. Behanu, who actually has won a Boston Marathon before, ended up taking second in 2.10.37. And only a second behind him was Yima in 2.10.38. So a good sprint finish there. CJ Albertson was the American who took the risk early. But he still managed to get the top 10 finish. So very impressive run from the Brooks runner there. In the women's race, it was taken out. Uh, it was won by Kenya's Diana Kipioki in her um, world marathon or world major marathon debut, which is pretty impressive. And she beat four previous Boston Marathon champions to win 224.45. So um, she had a pretty big negative split as well, um, going through halfway in 70, well, 74 minutes and 11 seconds. So she ran a 70, what is that, 70.34 for the last half. So that's very impressive there, a huge negative split. Um, Second place was Edna Kiplingat in 225.09, and third was Mary Nagugi in 225.20. Um, so pretty impressive there. Um, some good results in some pretty like, tough conditions on tough courses over in the U.S. bit interesting that they do those marathons back-to-back, um, but 
Wasn't a problem for Shalane Flanagan, who went out and ran 240, so quicker than the previous day's race. Um, so, yeah, huge effort from her to travel and then race again. So, mm. Maka, you want to take us through the men's 10K state champs over in the desert? All right. All right, so over in the desert, we had our 10K <laughs> state champs at the second strive meet, which is the name of our track and field season uh strive meet of the season uh there was only the men's race because no women entered the tens uh the ten thousand meter state champs unfortunately uh let me just bring up the results Look up. oh shoot Right, so the men's race was won by Ben Chamberlain, who trains with Perth Distance Project, my squad. Uh, he won in a time of 29.24, which is a bit off his PB. Uh, yeah, so he took out the dub, followed by uh, Matt Smith, who ran 29.30.78 to come second, so only six seconds the difference between them. And then Luke Graves was back in third place in 30-16.22. Unfortunately, not all of the top, like, the race wasn't as high, like, strong in depth as it could have been because many of the many top runners in WA are currently training or about to run the Perth Marathon, so, so they weren't able to do the 10K. Uh, uh, rip. Yeah. One of those runners is a 2.14 marathoner, uh, Nick Harmon, who probably, who would have medaled, probably, state champs. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, good race. Uh, one of the guys who I train with, Niels, he was back in seventh place in 32.24, getting a big PB, so good mm. on him. Very nice. Yeah, that's the results. Not much else to say. All right, we're going to go to some running gossip now. Joel, do you want to take us through some of that? Running gossip. All right, Cole Hocker was on the Sweat Elite podcast and he has talked about um, his new Nike contract and leaving Oregon after one year, and he's decided to stay with Ben Thomas, which I think they're forming a little another Nike elite group in Oregon. So I'll make yeah, it like um, Trackster confirmed that on the Trackster Discord server that that was a new group being formed, as well as Pete Julian's group getting an official name. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if. Big old Charlie Hunter joined it. Cooper Tier once he leaves college, goes yeah, yeah. to it. Pretty much Oregon 2.0. Um, another interview with Sweat Elite, Dalen Rupp. Um, pretty interesting interview. Talked about why he doesn't go on social media. Talked about how his training was going to Tokyo, which apparently wasn't that good compared to his lead up to Chicago, um, where he said he was in one of like, the best shape of his life. Like up there, um, he says, like he talks about his training, like past training, and how 
he much prefers the track stuff, but yeah. Um great podcast by Sweat Elite. Go give them a listen. Sweat Elite are doing really well at the moment with their podcast and all Mate, their YouTube videos. Sweat Elite are the goats. And you know who films it? Down mm. under. The man from Australia. Forgot his name. Yeah. It was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, like he like ran like one forty. He needs to come back here and make videos. Right. America's got enough. They got flow track. We need some running content because I'm. We dead. need like, yeah, make a PDP <laughs> video. <laughs> Man, um, no one wants to see people running over sand dunes. Will pe- people don't want to see a uh, workouts of a team called Side Angle Side? So they need to come and runs with just video easy jogs with me and Kim, <laughs> and I'll get like a million views. <laughs> yeah. Um. The new Alpha Fly photos on Proto the Gram and Ben Johnson. We've already discussed this. They look sick as, but I reckon the, I'll be copying the Streak Flies instead. The only difference between like these Alpha Flies and the older ones is that the previous Alpha Flies they didn't have any foam beneath the air bubble, but these ones do, and they Upper's they different. also have a better out outsole, and the upper is different. And I think the midsole just shaped differently as well. Yeah, so the hill, the hill cup is. Um, yeah. a lot different from the previous outfly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. be interesting to see if like Elliot and stuff wear it. I think they'll stick to the Vaporfly. Yeah. I reckon. It uh, only uh, works for heavier uh, runners, I think, yeah, the Alphafly. I actually want to know what it feels like to have the – because instead, right now, the Alphafly is ZoomX, AirPods, Rubber. Mm. I'll know what it feels like, ZoomX, AirPods, ZoomX, Rubber. Yeah, like a sandwich. It might, it might feel quite different or maybe better. So, yeah. Aka wants to discuss best grass tracks in Australia. Competition. He feels robbed. McGilvray Oval. Okay, so in case you don't know, in uh, an account on Instagram called Inside Aths, they ran a competition on their Instagram over the past couple of days where they, you know, everyone voted, all their followers voted in their Instagram story to decide what was the best grass track in Australia. Unfortunately, McGilvray Oval only came fourth place, so that was very disappointing. Uh, McGilvray was robbed. They should have won. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Stool beat McGilvray in the semifinals, and Stool isn't even a proper athletics track, so... The bias is real. Yeah. Um, I personally believe it's not an athletics track, but it's the an oval that's synthetic, and I personally believe it's faster than a grass track. Why not what synthetic oval? <coughs> Music to my ears. No, nah, it doesn't. Does it? No, nah, no. Nah. It's not grass track though. McGilvray Oval. In case you don't know, it's got a like it sits on a it's a purpose built for athletics so it's there year round and it sits along like a large slab of like concrete like beneath the surface so it create means the grass is quite firm than normal grass and it's just poof. fortunately isaac's left the call so he can't no he's muted himself just, oh, no, he's i'm muted. still here still here yeah. um no i have run on central reserve which is the win which was the winning track and it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But would you MCC say is it, there. is it outstanding? Like, well, I've never run on other tracks, grass tracks, yeah. so like I wouldn't really know. But yeah. 
I've run yeah, on. It seems pretty good. I've run on two grass tracks, and both my experiences were horrible. Yeah, but once you guys come to, or if you guys are able to come to Perth for nationals, if if the borders aren't still shut by then, then you guys yeah, will definitely no agree with me that McGill Bay is the best grass track in Australia, and this was a complete injustice. We'll have to see, mate. We'll have to we'll wait have to see. This week on the segment Top 5, we're doing Top 5 Racing Singlets you would or like speed to, suits. Or speed suits you would like to own. Um, Mac is a bit keen on this one. Mac, are you going to kick us off? No, no. I'm going to let one of you guys start and then I can make a better opinion. Okay. I'll, I'll kick us off. I'll kick us off. Um... Okay, I'll do number one to number five, or number five to number one. Number five to number one. Yeah. Number five, I'm just going to go with the basic Nike 2020 Pro speed suit that Ingerbritton wears. Yeah. I reckon I'll be, like, fun to do some, like, 200s in for, like, a beast. Number four, um, the 2016 Olympic Uganda singlet. I like the yellow one. It's sick. Um, that's number four. Uh, got three left. Um, okay. Number three is the special edition Oregon College Bill Bowman slash Steve Prefontaine singlet. It's, oh, that's good. That the black cool. one. Yes. Number. That's number two. Number two is the Black Oil Lake Oregon Ooh. Project. Singlet, oh, yeah. Brazier has, and Craig Englehead. Number one, by far the coolest singlet on the planet, and only one person has worn it, which is Matt Sensiewicz, is the Michael Jordan Oregon Project, oh, yeah. Oregon Project singlet, where half of it's green and half of it's red. It's the coolest singlet, and, yeah, Michael Jordan, the king on your singlet, that'd look Dope. I can't remember this one. I know I've seen it because it sounds familiar, but I need to need to find I'll, it. I'll find you, Isaac. While you do yours. Alright, So coming in at oh yeah, I can't can't find it. Anyway, coming in at number five for me is the Ineos singlet, the kid trading oh, yeah. white one. It's oh, a good yeah. one, but it is a bit plain. Like so, it's not. That's why it's coming at number five, just because it's good, but it's nothing. Super special. Um, number four, um, just like Joel, I like the 2020 Pro Singlets by Nike. So going with the speed suit there for number four. Number three, this one, bit bit surprising. It's not just because I like Ole Miss, but the Ole Miss um, singlet from back when Craig Engels was there, like that light blue oh. one. Oh, that, I, I like that. I like that one a lot. That's a very nice. I just, one. I just sent the photo to the chat of Matt Central. Yeah, looks good. Um, have a quick look, Isaac. I also just remembering honourable mention to uh that Oregon singlet that some of them wore the yellow with the green Oregon. It was like basic, like a throwback one. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, 
like basic, but looks good. Yeah, keep keep going, Isaac. Sorry. Um, coming in at number two, um, I like the Kenya singlet from like 2017 Worlds. Um, mm. that's a good one. It's just like plain, but it's pretty cool at the same time. And then number one, I'm honestly like not too sure. Um, these are really these. This order isn't like too fixed. Like I like any of them really, but. Number one's got to be like, I don't know. I do like the Bowman one. It's pretty nice. The clean this year's this yes this year's edition is pretty nice. But kidding me? I also, I also do like some, well that whole that whole kit looks good. Um, but then and I don't know. Just singlet. I've got a. I reckon. Honestly, like any of the Oregon ones. Like, yeah. I like the white one that Cole won NCAA is in. Oh, sorry, USA is in. Oh, look what the I just sent in chat. It's pretty nice. So, yeah, there's plenty of good ones out there. So many, like, that I wouldn't think of either. Maka, right. on, on to, to you. me. Uh, I'll start off with number five, the uh, NN running team singlet from... Jasper has that one. What year? Trust. 28. Or oh, 2019, yeah. Uh, NN running team singlet, which is like half one half is orange, the other half white. Looks that's for 30 bucks. What? It looks so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, eBay. Jeez. Probably fake. No, that's real. All right. Yeah. So that singlet looks really nice. Uh, number four, I would put the. Oh. I would put the um Norway 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 speed suit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Humor? Really? Actually wait, no, I wouldn't do that. No. It's yeah, actually, good man. You've had some questionable Someone fans passed Warholm. No, Ingebrigtsen's running. I I'm stirring you up. <laughs> actually. No, the Australian Olympic singlet from this year. That was oh that was oh. such a nice singlet. Like, it's just... Is this what the Australian singer from 2016 when I was sponsored by Adidas? No, this one looks so good, the ASICS one. I actually really like the look of it. It's okay. pretty good. Uh, number three, I will go with the... Uh, number three, I'll go with the Mo Farah um, Special Edition Chicago Marathon Olympic si- singlet. Kieran that, talking to that. That, it looks so good. It's got... The, wh- the white and red on one half of the singlet and just the plain red on the other. It's got the Nike tick with four gold stars beneath it yeah, for each good. of his Olympic medals. Yeah, Kieran got that. Um, his it's mate got cool it for him. In, Kieran got it, Kieran's mate got it for him in London and sent it over. Very nice. And then number two, I would go with the. Uh, I I this is you know a bit. Not really a well-known singlet, but if you've been watching the Diamond League from this season, you noticed um, Eric Sawinski, he was running in the um, Bell Lap track and field gear singlet. It's actually a nice singlet. Uh, Where is it? It's kind of disappeared on me. Oh, yeah, it's, it's mostly black, and it's got like a kind of prism, like, Refracted light prism design design on one side looks oh. so clean. 
Uh, Yeah, that's my number two choice. I just think it's a really unique singlet. Like, you don't see much of those singlets nowadays. Well, Mm. just a, yeah, quite unique. And then number one, I will go with the uh, Oregon Project. um, Oil Leak. Oil Leak singlet. That, it's just, yeah, that's just a good singlet all round. Can I do um, two honourable mentions? Yeah. I really like the Rosa Orange singlet. Oh, I was about to say that. It looks really good. And also one that both of you have forgotten about, I bet you, and it's really rare to come across. I've only seen it once at London Marathon 2020. Is the that one? the green one that Lemma wore? And that mm. um, Sinead Diver wore. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Green's a bit, yeah. It's it's an interesting singlet, but I wouldn't put it up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. An- another keep, keep your opinions to yourself, Joel, mate. Another one <laughs> mentioned the uh, 2019 gold medalist Nike World Champion singlets, which is kind of like the grey and black on one side, that's black okay. on the other, and a gold tick at the top. Looks good. All right. Yeah. All right. On to the best segment of the week. I'm sure you've all been waiting for it. Quick or quicker? Oh, no. All right, so this week for Hands on our heads. I'm going to be asking the questions. So Joel and Maka, put your hands on your heads and we will get into it. Some interesting questions in here. I reckon you guys are going to struggle with it, honestly. Oh, but no. We'll see how it goes. All righty. Question number one. Oh, God. Who won? I think I might have asked this before, honestly, but... So this will really test how much you guys have paid attention. Question one. Who won the NCAA men's 10K this year? Tulsa. Tulsa guy. Oh, um, I need a name. Oh, time if you can't. Is his name like Patrick? Oh, it is. It is Patrick. Patrick Grenevis. <laughs> Tulsa just completely made up a name there. <laughs> Sure, yeah, I get it because I said Patrick. Patrick from Tulsa. I know it. Yeah, he's got the mustache. Just give me a last name, and then I'll figure out a way to see who's closest to the last name. It it begins with starts with a T or something, doesn't it's it? Not, it? He's from Europe, eh? He's from England. I know that. Yeah. Um. Oh, I know this. You know it, then say it, buddy. Is it right. like Solinsky? No, I'm going to count down. From 10. Once it I get to 10, give me, in the next 10 seconds, I want you to give me a last name and a time, all right? Oh. Yeah. 10. Nine, Patrick. 8. 10 and 7. <laughs> 5. Okay. Four, uh, I'll say 28. No, no, it was like 27 something, wasn't it? 3. 27, 43. 28. 1. And Mac has taken it. Let's go. It was Patrick Diva, oh, or Pat oh, Diva from Tulsa <laughs> in 27:41. Mac was two seconds off. Disappointed neither of you knew that, honestly. I knew. You know, I was just thinking it. like Denver, like, no, nah, it can't be the same, almost the same as what is like 
He's not from Denver. Is it Tulsa, Denver? I don't know. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's in the east. Yeah, I I don't know. It's more closer to like Fog Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. One point to Macca there because he was closest on the time. He was only one point one three off. Second question: Who was the first Aussie woman to cross the finish line at Zatopec 10 at 2018? Oh, Mina was a Japanese athlete, so who was the first Aussie? Oh, uh, 2018. So that's guess hole. No. Lock in. That's you have to lock it in. You get one guess. Wait, wait. One guess is quicker, quicker. Your guess is just how. Uh <laughs> I wasn't okay. a 10, that was the 5k. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm right, reading. Have another, one more guess. You 2018. Yeah, one guess sorry. to lock it in. Quicker, quicker. we got to make it actually quick. <laughs> My thoughts are Jen Gregson, but that's not right. Yeah, I'm thinking Jen or Sinead. It wouldn't be Sinead. It'd be like... Uh, I'm no. going Jen. I'm going Jen. Eloise Wellings. All right. Neither of you are correct. It was Sinead. <laughs> Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, All right. But, so for that question, who was second? You get the point if you can tell Jen me who was Gregson. second. Jen Gregson. It was not Jen Gregson. I'll, get, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellie Pashley. Maka? I was about to say that, but Joel's already gone for it, so... I'm going to have to say... All right, Joel gets the point. So it was Ellie yeah. Pashley, mate. <laughs> Uh, that's see quicker, quicker. We need to make it a bit quicker. Yeah, we need to make you know? it quick. We need. Yeah. Yeah. From now on, if first you say the same as someone else, whoever gets it first. Yeah. So you're both on one point. Question number three: Who coaches Galen Rupp? Oh, I listened to that freaking interview yesterday. Yeah. Kidding me? I know you both know who Can he I is. Can I say it used to be Alberto Salazar? Is that? Do I get the point? No, buddy. Picture. Mark. 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 Just Mark. Yep. It's like one of those typical dad names. And didn't it also used to be Pete Jolin? Did it? Well, yeah, because he, like, coached yeah. with Alberto. But, no, yeah, it's not like, them. But I swear he trained with, like, Seguro Osako, and Seguro Osako trained under Pete Jolin. Oh, yeah, for then, actually, yeah. But, anyway, who who was it? Ten. I'm just going to say Pete Jolin. Nine. Oh. Eight. You're just going to say Mark. Mark That's McGowan. What? No, I'm saying Pete Julian. Five, four, three, two, one. Neither of you are correct. It's a dino. I'll give you a clue. You don't. That person also coaches another group. I'm not going to tell you what level the group is, but it's an American group. If you can tell me the name of the group that the person coaches, you get it. It'd have to be Oregon Track Club. Uh. Atlanta Track Club? Nope, nope. No, it'd be Nike-sponsored group, surely. So. But he doesn't train with the group. It's just the same coach. Does the coach live near him? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be Oregon Track Club. So I would say... I don't know the coach of Oregon Track Club. Forgotten. Um, I have... All right, you guys are hopeless. Okay. <laughs> it's... The, it's like it's like Bo or someone. I know his the name. The guy's last name, the f- guy's first name is Mike. 
Oh, Mark, Mike, same thing. Are no, you... Mike, you got to tell him <laughs> his last I... name or where he's from or who he coaches. I knew his name. It's was... a college. It's a college. Oh, uh, oh, it was, um, Villanova. No, Mike, not Villanova. Mike, not Villanova. This is a college. Portland. Wasn't you it where? Hopeless. This is slower, it... slower. No, no, wasn't it where Pat Tien and? He went to no. Villanova, and that coach was no. yeah. so no. solid. Nope, nope, nope. All right. No, no one gets that point. That is appalling. It's Mike yeah. Smith, the coach of Northern Arizona. I was actually going to say Arizona State. But... You guys are hopeless. Oh, it's a difficult question. Like, are we expected to know these, like, coaches? Like, Yeah, well, Mike Smith is the coach of the greatest, like, cross-country team of the modern era. And it's, yeah. I thought it would be pretty well known that he's moved to Mike Smith. Like, I learned about it from, like, a Westfly video. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't watch Westfly. Oh, well, you're going to show with one of the questions then, Mac. Oh, no. <laughs> Hands on your head. All right. Yeah, Got some, like, pop culture ones in here, you know? Oh, what are Not you actually about? results. Number four. Who were the three founding fathers of Tin Man Elite? The three athletes were the founding Oh, fathers. the triathlete. Triathlete Drew Hunter. Sam Drew Parker Stinson. Drew what? Hunter. No, it's the four wrong. Drew Hunter. Um, it's Parker someone, isn't it? All right, Joel, give me your three, and you have to lock it in when you say your three. Give me your three. Hey, he's a triathlete who was living in Colorado. You're thinking of Morgan Caldwell Pearson. The triathlete who went to the Olympics. Yeah, I'm thinking that's of him. That's, that's what I said earlier. And, Morgan uh, Pearson. You Morgan. just give it to him, Isaac. You can say it as well because you might not understand Morgan, the same thing. Sam Drew. Macca. But I'm debatable on Sam. But Morgan that's... Drew, and I'll say Reed Fisher. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, no, it's not Reed Fisher. But go on. Yeah. Three founding fathers. All right, you're you've both got one incorrect. So it's so, not Sam. It's, and oh, well, or it could either be Morgan. They're not, they're not on the team anymore, eh? No, all three are still on the team. Oh, so Morgan Pearson's the one that's wrong. I don't know. Oh, you tell oh, me. Um, Drew, Reed, and Sam. Correct. Correct. Let's go. <laughs> Drew Hunter. Asked Reed Fisher if they wanted to start a club or move out to Boulder together. Sam somehow found his way into it, and they founded Tin Man Elite. Let's go. <laughs> Mate, go and look at the Founding Fathers video. Who are the three sitting there? Reed Fisher. Right, so what's, Reed what's Fisher the point got invited that later. Reed Fisher got invited. All right, he moved out there with Drew. Okay, but who started Tin Man Elite? That, that Morgan Pearson's guy. The founding fathers, though, who created the idea of a club coming there. But who came like, up with the name Tin Man Elite? All right, well, I've just gone based off the YouTube video, mate. Oh, that's who I'm going off the video. It was the founding fathers of that group, and it was those three. Oh, yeah, right. Matt, Joel? All right. I've got so the point. Wait, what's on, the point, sir? You're on two, and Joel's on one. Um, and there's no one got a point for question three. Which one did Joel get right again? Um, He got Ellie Pashley. Oh, yeah, okay. Question five. Who? All right. This is relevant to us, right? So you should know this. Who were the top three in order 
from the under-17 3,000-meter national championships this year. In what race? Okay, so Peyton Craig was number one. Wait, wait, wait. What was the race? Who were the top three at nationals for our 3K? Oh, Peyton Craig. (laughs) Of course it's Peyton. Peyton Craig and then Wolfgang? No, he won the 8 and 15. No, he didn't win them, but he did the eight fifteen. Yeah. He medaled. Oh, yeah. he didn't do the three k. Okay. Oh, I should have said that. Um, let's go. <laughs> Peyton. Uh, I don't know. This is terrible again. You guys have been appalling this quicker quicker. What? You should know this. Isaac Bublé got fifth. Yeah, I know that. Correct. Second and third. Come on. Ah. Uh. Wasn't New South Wales? I think it was Queensland. Queensland. No, it's Queensland. It was Queensland. South Australia guy. Oh, Jonathan Harris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jonathan Harris. But I don't yeah. think. He did. Joel, confirm your top three. Okay. Jonathan Harris, Peyton. In Craig. order, in order, in order. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, who's some little quick? Who's the kid that beat you at all schools, Isaac? Oh, I'd state champs. Yeah. From Victoria. I can't can't give any names, mate. Okay. <laughs> um Peyton Craig, some Victorian kid. What was it a Queensland kid? Was uh, it Mac- on there? Mackie, Peyton. you go all he thinks. Pey- Peyton, Victoria, Jonathan Harris. Peyton, Jonathan Harris, Archie Ridgeway. All right, Mac has taken it because he's got two names correct. Let's go. It was Peyton Craig, Archie Ridgway, and Alexander Angus. You oh, that's... Have, you owe them an apology. Jonathan House doesn't even run the 3K. What's that for? That Victorian kid's name is Alexander Angus. You guys are just terrible. Oh. Terrible form for you. Don't even know your fellow competitor. Oh, I'm taking the dub. Let's go. Yeah, but, but. I hate this one, guys. You're far behind, Will, all right? Yeah. You're on two points. I'm on five. Joel's on six. Yeah. Will you choose to go for it on the sixth and get two points? Oh. Give the listeners some extra entertainment, or will you settle for the one point? But remember, if you go for two, Joel can steal it from you. What are the points at at the moment? You're on two. I'm on five. Joel's on six. Right, you have to do it. Oh. Wait. No. How many? Two. You're on five. So you'll only be one point behind me. And two points behind me. Because then next week, if you get the two points, you'll be equal with Joel. If I get it right, do I get two points? No, No, you you get one. one. Oh, thing is, I'm going to regret choosing the, um, go for the... No, you won't, mate. You're you're on a roll at the moment. Just send it. (laughs) Joel wants this. Uh, Thing is, if I don't get this, then I'm two points behind Isaac. And... Three behind Joel. Exactly. So and what? You got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. But then if I get the next one, then I'm only... Uh, yeah, I'll risk it for the biscuit because I'm next week as well. Alrighty. Good man. This is completely random. This is a random one, but it, it's one that it's just whoever gets the closest to wins. All right. Okay. What was the winner of the Boston Marathon in 2021? No. <laughs> How much... All right. Question six. 
the bonus question, Mac has decided to take it. If he wins, he gets two points. If he loses, Joel steals a point. 50,000. What? Ask the question. Joel, would you like to lock in your answer? Is that a question? (laughs) No, would you like to lock in your answer, yes or no? Yes. (laughs) Wait, no, no, no. All right, the question. On rebelsport.com.au, <laughs> how much does the Nike Air Zoom Pegasus 38 men's running shoe cost? 180. 190. Macca, what did you say? 180. And Macca said one. Uh, Joel said 120. Macca's taking it. No, your first one you said was 120. I was taking this. I was taking this. Well, Macca was still close. He was one cent off. It's 179.99. Macca's taking <laughs> Two, Two points. points for Macca. He's up there in fourth place. That was the worst <laughs> quick quick we've ever done. You guys don't know how much editing is going to go into this podcast because I'm going to have to cut out a lot because that was like the fifth bonus question that I asked because Macca and Joel had no idea about any of them. So anyway, quick point update. Macca is now on four points. I'm on five. And Joel has choked and he's on six. So Joel's going to have to get a win soon. Otherwise, we're going to catch up to him so Maka, give us a quote before we head off quote of the week to end off tonight's uh the episode is oh my god it, the page refreshed oh excuses nice all right the quote is strength does not come from winning your struggles develop your strength when you go through hardships and decide not to stre- surrender, that is strength. That quote is from Mahatma Gandhi. You know what, Maka? Yeah. That quote has motivated me to beat this. Sh- oh, you're gonna have to beat that. <laughs> beat the <laughs> Isaac next week in quicker, quicker. <laughs> nah, mate, no, no, no. I got you covered. No, I'm I'm going against Isaac. So oh, yeah. Joel's asking next week. Oh, yeah. Anyways, motivate you to make some good questions better than Isaac's ones. So, uh, motivate you to make some proper dinner, mate, and fuel yourself. I'm gonna have to do a Cindy long run on Sunday to get over my loss. <laughs> nah, mate, <laughs> and you can end up in a moon boot for the rest of the yeah. Okay. All right, thanks Great. for listening to another episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. If you're still listening at the moment, Macca, what do they need to do? Comment, stay warm on the post for this episode on Instagram and thanks Joel, for listening. Joel will give you a lollipop. Bye! Yeah. Thanks for listening. Take a like a GoPro.